0: If what I think is happening is happening, it better not
1: be. What the hell is going on around here? Who are you people?
0: Gary Hoffman.
1: That sounds like somebody I know.
2: Shannon Farron. She can help you with your woman problem, too. I mean, women look up to her. For what? Who are
3: these people you keep making? Gary
0: and Shannon. My
2: advice to you,
1: start drinking
0: heavily. We will be.
1: Shannon, hey, welcome to Wednesday. Shannon's back tomorrow after a long and lengthy and boring vacation. I'm sure she's just champing at the bit to get back in here. Talk about all the Olympic stuff that's going on. We're going to talk about that, uh, Sean White's big uh, run, shall we say. I'll give the spoiler alert in a few minutes. The bottom of the hour, Petros is going to join us for our Bachelor Report. Some big doings if you're a tennis ball head fan. She's out. We'll talk about that. Also, um, here is a, uh, here is a uh, good story. When you come in for a landing and the engine falls apart on your airplane, how it is that you clean up that airplane after everyone evacuates, and I don't mean the airplane, uh, that's got to be pretty uh, pretty amazing. Also, Republicans are now asking very serious questions about why in the world the White House kept Rob Porter on as long as it did. In fact, uh, Trey Gowdy has launched a, a Rob Porter investigation oversight panel. So, uh, or the oversight panel has launched their investigation into that guy. Plus, the Pico Rivera City Councilman was asked to resign last night, and he said, eh, no. I don't know how this guy survives, uh, other than he is a stubborn idiot. And um, there's uh, Corbin Carson was there at the meeting last night, so we'll talk to him A little bit later as well so last okay first of all people um we do this every time the olympics take place any place other than the united states there is a time difference it's three in the morning tomorrow morning in south korea so that means no one is running any olympics right now no one no one's actually uh lugeing or skeletoning or curling or cross-country skiing or anything so what we saw last night was what happened in real time. So I'm going to tell you there is a spoiler coming up here. But again, it happened, what is that, 12, 16 hours ago. So if you haven't seen it yet, just letting you know. We're going to talk about Sean White, the godfather snowboarding. Sean White for the gold. 1440.
2: he needs the back-to-backs to take down Ayumu.
3: 1440. Double McTwist, 1260. Sean White, one more hit. Will it be enough?
2: Front side 12. Perfect. That is the run that he needed, and he put it down.
1: I don't know how uh, I physically don't know how you do that. I've been snowboarding, I've fallen and and flipped four times in a row, which would be about a 1440. But again, that was on the ground rolling with the board flapping against my legs. So not on purpose. Not on purpose, (laughs) right. He did this intentionally. Two times he did 1440s, head over heels. He lands high enough on the wall to get enough speed to travel on the other side to do the same trick again. And then does a sky hook 20 feet above the edge of the ramp, uh, or above the edge of the half pipe, and then ends it all with the double McTwist 1260, which sounds delightful and feels like it should have whipped cream on top. All of this, all of this cemented his gold medal for snowboarding. His third, I think it is. So, Sean White did an absolutely great job. Now, there was an awkward moment where in the, uh, I guess you could say, post-game conference... Post game news conference, Matt Gutman from ABC News wanted to get into the issue of not the twelve sixty double McTwist or the two fourteen forties or the sky hook. No, no, no. He wanted to ask him about sexual harassment allegations against Sean White from a couple of years ago. Sean,
3: over the past couple of days, the sexual harassment allegations against
1: you by Lena uh, Zawide have resurfaced. Lena, um, Lena, are you? Cons- by the way. I don't know if that's a class act on Sean's part to correct the name of his accuser. I kind of think it is. Like, hey, at least I have enough respect for this woman to get her name right, Matt. Matt!
3: Sean, over the past couple of days, the sexual harassment allegations against you by Lena uh, Zawide have resurfaced. Lena. Um, Lena. Are you concerned that they're going to tarnish your legacy? Um, You know, honestly here to talk about the olympics not you know gossip so um but uh i don't think so i am who i am and i'm and i'm proud of who i am and my friends
1: you know love me and vouch for me and uh and i Matt Gutmann, by the way doesn't give up he keeps going for these questions i, I think that's uh stands stands on its own so absolutely
0: but yes. so you're saying that the allegations against you are gossip so, i think we're here to talk about the gold medal and the amazing day we had today thank you so if we don't have another question why don't we go ahead and just pass the mic Thank you so much. I'd like
3: it to be addressed just a little bit. I
0: mean, I, I, like I said, I think we're here to talk about the gold medal today and the amazing day we just had. I added. feel like I addressed it. Yeah. So, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you you Thanks,
1: think that was appropriate? I mean, was that was that the right question to ask at the right time? I'm not saying the guy should be let off the hook. I mean, Sean White has answered questions about this before. He paid out a uh, um a settlement with Lena Zawide. After these allegations came out, she was I think a drummer in his band if I have this if I remember this correctly. He she accused him of sexually harassing her, forcing her to watch pornography, told her how to get her hair cut, told her to wear provocative outfits while they were playing in a band because that's what rocker chicks do. That uh, he grabbed her butt shortly after they left a the band practice that he once shoved a bottle of vodka in her mouth and forced her to drink from it, and then at one point Pardon, pardon this, because this is getting gross. Stuck his hand down his pants and approaches her and shoves his hands in her face to try to make her smell it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, the guy sounds like a complete apple, all right? And I'm sure if you put a couple of pops in the guy, yeah, he's going to be a giant jerk about all of this. Um, does, does it rise to the level of sexual harassment? Sounds like it's definitely there, but does this guy not deserve, then, the ability to... Rehab his image? I mean, when this came out, all of these allegations, he was on the top of the the hill. I mean, he was on the top of his game. So for him to come back, to lay quiet for a couple of years, come back and win gold in this, I think is pretty significant. His, Believe me, his accomplishments do not erase his past. His accomplishments do not erase what he's accused of doing to this woman. But let him have a moment. But we've got to have some vehicle by which he can rehab his image, mm-hmm. okay? And if he's the greatest at what he does, let him be that guy. Let him at least work this back. I'm not sure Matt Gutman asked the right question at the right time. You- I'm, not, I'm not saying he can't ask the question, but the guy just won a gold medal, and you're bringing up allegations from two years ago, three years ago. You think that's the last Olympics Matt Gutman will be working? No, I don't, think, I don't think Sean White has the ability to pull the plug on that guy. But that was it. Um, a couple of other Olympics things. The If you are into uh, invading people's personal space, the doubles luge event is going to be on a little bit later. And you're going to be seeing that where one guy is lying in another man's birth canal going down the ice at 80 miles an hour. Don't know how it's physically possible, but I've seen it. Uh, also, the winds continue to be a story. They're talking about sustained winds of about 25 miles an hour and uh, gusts much higher than that, that are actually not, not in the uh, out in the mountains, in Olympic Park, which is right near the coast. And that's knocked over tents and signs. It even knocked over refrigerators there that are holding all of the, um, the little dumplings that all the reporters are eating. And then finally, Lindsey Vaughn realized finally that it's Valentine's Day. The Lindsey Vaughn? she tweeted, so it's apparently Valentine's Day. I forgot all about it because I'm at the Olympics and I'm single. Anyone else out there want to be my, uh, want to be my Valentine? And then uses the hashtag worth a shot. It's Lindsey Vaughn. I, th- I think she'll, I think she'll be okay. Like if she told people she's single, she'd be okay. Unless they don't like Tiger Woods. <laughs> they don't. Maybe there's some feeling. There. All right. Corbin Carson's going to join us when we come back. The city councilman from Pico Rivera uh, was asked to resign last night. We'll hear his explanation for his comments in class that were caught on video and went viral. That's coming up next. Gary and Shannon will continue. Gary and Shannon. Oh, oh, bottom of this hour is uh, what you're watching Wednesday. Talk about what's on TV. Petros is going to join us for our Bachelor Report Our own uh, Corbin Carson was at the Pico Rivera City Council meeting last night when they talked about Gregory Salcedo. He is the teacher who was caught on video at the end of last month uh, blasting the military, uh, explaining why he believed that uh, members of our military are uh, lowly educated, uh, the the lowest of us. So uh, anyway, the city council voted last night Ask him to resign, Corbin. What's going on?
3: Not a whole lot, uh, guys.
1: Basically, yeah. After uh,
3: several hours at the city council uh, last night, we got to hear from public comment from uh, all kinds of, uh, of citizens and, and people that were interested in this issue. And I got to tell you, Pico Rivera really showed out with military um, support. Lots of uh, members of the military from different branches, and, and right around fifty people got to speak for about three minutes each. So it was some time, and, and yeah, Mr. Salcido was in attendance, and uh, he, he sat and listened to all these issues. And before all this this started, the city council put forth a resolution. The mayor and, and the other members put forth a resolution asking uh, uh, Salcido to resign. That was the point of it. And if he didn't, they were going to strip him of all his Powers and duties and ability to sit on committees, et etc et cetera. So after hours of sitting through this testimony, the council voted. They asked him to resign, and uh, he didn't. He spoke for maybe about five ten minutes and explained some of his words and offered up some explanations, but he did not resign. And it's up to him. So the the council uh, really doesn't have any power in that regard.
1: Did anybody at any point actually read to him any of the statistics? Um, that he got completely wrong talking about the education levels of people who enter the military.
3: Statistics, maybe not directly, no, but people talked about that particular point ad nauseum. I mean, to uh, to a, a sickening degree, they just kept going on and on about the, uh, the 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 power of the military and how strong, you know, how how intellectually strong that people that go into the military are and the, and the demanding requirements of what it takes to be in the military so yes that point was made but not statistics
1: uh do we know what's going to happen to his teaching job he's been on paid administrative leave
3: yeah as of now gary we haven't really heard anything other than he's been on administrative leave i'm sure they have their process as well that they have to go through uh, um both the council and and the and 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 a job as a teacher, I would assume, have similar process where you can't just, you know, up and fire somebody uh, because people are upset about it. There is a due process in this country. And, and so I assume they're going through that same process as well.
1: And then finally, uh, what kind of reaction did he get when he spoke? Did he have a hard time uh, talking through the booze, I would imagine?
3: <laughs> yeah. So... The- a standing room. Let me paint the picture for you. This is a standing room only inside the council room. All the media is packed against the wall. I'm sitting on the floor for hours. Then outside, they have a full tent. There is military regalia, just uh, flags up and down the street. People are outside cheering, booing, uh, cheering for their supporters, booing uh, him when he spoke, as you said. But, uh, yeah, you know, it was quite interesting after him sitting there and listening to really impassioned speeches from people. I mean, we're talking um, old school military members getting up there and talking about, you You know, if you were back in my day, you'd be tarred and feathered, you know, and, and and people that were, you know, had served or had family served. Grandfathers, mothers got up there, talked about, you know, losing two and three sons. I mean, several times, tears, I'm, I'm feeling tears come to my eyes as people are talking about the support for the military, and the losses that their families have have endured. Then after all of that, Salcido gets a chance to speak. And, you know, he didn't really come with that that, that full apology, that heartfelt apology that you would expect after hearing what he heard, after hearing the effect that his words had on so many. Really, he was uh, a bit more defensive. And he and he was explaining his his comments about the military, and he, he said, you know, I, I just want my students to 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 achieve to college, to go to college, not to, uh, you know, I wouldn't want them to be a fast work uh, fast food worker either. So he was comparing them to like military members to members of the fast food org, uh, um, industry, and, and you know, and as you said, yeah, lots of booze as he would make you know insinuations that kind of seemed to defend his position, and and again. He said, "Look, it doesn't make any sense for him to get these are his words, this much reaction from people when it's just people disagreeing with his opinion." That was his words. So yes, yeah, mm-hmm. he had, he struggled getting through that whole thing. He did offer an apology of sorts, and then, uh, but at no point did he say he would be resigning. Now, I will say one other thing: they uh, they uh, many members were talking about an ongoing recall petition. One of the members of the council abstained from voting and and, and said that he would be uh as an individual um uh, supporting that potential petition for a recall so I would assume this story is going to continue on in that way yeah
1: Corbin thank you uh, my pleasure guys you bet Corbin Carson there uh, was at that pico Rivera city council meeting last night again they voted three to one uh to get this guy to resign although it's not a, a binding thing so they did offer him uh, a condemnation, I think, was officially the way they put it. Uh, just the numbers, by the way, 83% of our military officers have a bachelor's degree or higher. That These are numbers from a few years ago. But 83% compared to 30% for the general population. And when it comes to enlisted soldiers, almost 94% have a high school diploma or some college compared to 60% for the rest of the population. Bachelor report when we come back. The following program is brought to you in living color.
2: What you watching in there? Americans love television. They wean their kids on it.
1: USA television
2: much better. You've been watching too many of those live television shows.
1: Well, on Wednesdays, on What You Watch in Wednesday, especially when Bachelor or the offshoot Bachelorette is in season, we get to talk to our friend Petros Papadakis from down the hall at AM 570. L.A., get in the sports games, home of the Dodgers and stuff. Do not mock uh,
2: I just, the fact that we sports it up so hard. I just don't know
1: how to do it anymore. It feels like we get memos every week about the, the, the labeling, and I can never do it correctly.
2: It's am seven. Okay,
1: I'm writing it down. AM L.A. Sports. L.A. Sports. Home of the Dodgers. Home of the Dodgers.
2: Get in the game.
1: Okay, get in the game. Home of the Clippers. Home of the Clippers.
2: Home of the Bruins.
1: Oh, boy. Home of the Bruins.
2: Home of the Genesis Open this weekend
1: at Riviera Country Club. Genesis at Riviera. Okay. And that's it. And that's it. <clears throat> All right. AM570 LA Sports. Home of the Dodgers. Oh, get in the home game. of the Chargers. Oh. Talk. No, we are the home of the Chargers. No, we're home
2: of Chargers Talk.
1: Chargers Talk. Okay. Yes. AM 570 LA Sports, home of the Dodgers, get in the game, home of the Clippers, home of the Bruins, home of the Chargers talk, home of the Genesis Open at Riviera Country Club, our friend Petros Papadakis. Thank you. Thank yes. you. It's wonderful thanks, to be here. And I want coming. to
2: thank you, Gary, Yes, for your contribution to the Petros and Money Show on AM570 LA Sports. You're home of the Dodgers getting the game. <laughs> you're home of the Bruins. <laughs> you're home of the Chargers talk.
1: Um, and also, you're home of the Real Boy Social Club. Yes, yes, I love
2: the Real Boy Social Club. And I <laughs> loved talking about what was his name? Jacob Fight? Yes, that's his name. Yes, I love that guy. I, I I'm on the side, I believe, of the, Wh- White, the rabbits. White Rabbits. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and I just want to thank you for, for doing the Disneyland hey, thing for any, us yesterday anytime. and coming in and contributing to the show. Now, on to The Bachelor, because I know you watched it last night uh, or two nights ago. Right. I did not, we're not doing the Winter Games. Am I, am I clear on that? Yeah,
1: I don't think that's a good idea. Uh-oh. Fair enough. Well, okay. none of this is a good idea,
2: and this show, fadless <laughs> say, Gary has become extremely dull.
1: Well, they the previous week they got rid of Crystal the headcase. Yeah, uh,
2: Crystal the villain is gone, which means, and we all worked in a situation like this. I'm not going to name any names, but uh, we've all worked in a situation where somebody who's hated, like universally by everybody, leaves, and when that person who's universally hated leaves everybody else kind of looks around like wow that was really bringing us together
1: yeah now what do we do
2: exactly we don't have this hatred that fueled us every day uh... we have nothing and uh, the, for jacqueline uh... crystal left and she realized uh... she was empty empty as a pocket with nothing to lose and here she is going home
1: i just know that there are women
3: here that are like completely confident and I don't know. I don't know how to say when that's the case. I'm sorry.
1: It's okay. Yeah, get It's okay. I- yeah, he's a
2: real deep thinker and feeler. He's a real boy. He's not a real boy. That's oh. what bothers me. Rosie the <laughs> robot in the Jetsons has more feeling than this guy. <laughs> This guy's the worst dude like he's got very that's why they're in such pic- picturesque areas they are in Paris you know places where they can tell a story on your HD TV without this guy talking or really making any animated movements beyond what they would at the Pirates of the Caribbean those those mechanical pirates that's what he is well maybe he, that
1: maybe that aloof uh, hollow nature is what drove him to success on the on the race circuit but he was not the- Oh, that's right. On the race circuit. Here he is
2: being told that he is loved by Uh-oh. Lauren. Uh-oh. Now, Lauren is not a loquacious girl, Gary, but she, she's telling Ari that she, she loves him. And he's got a great reaction. I'm sure when you first spoke those very intimate words to your beautiful wife or vice versa, uh, the same thing happened here.
0: I don't feel like you're anything like anyone I've dated before. And the way I feel now, every time I'm with you, um, it's very obvious to me that I feel like I'm starting to fall in love with you. You seem like you have something to say about that. No, I
1: just, you know... (laughs) I'm
2: gonna be right back. Let me just recap that. No, I just, you know, I'm gonna be right back. Sarah Palin did a better job with Katie Couric.
1: (laughs) And then he did you like
2: that? Did you like that? I I like that reference. reference? Yes.
1: Uh, But he gets up and he walks away, and no one knows what's going on in that big hollow pumpkin on the top of his shoulders. But he comes back and goes, uh huh, yeah, uh huh,
2: full 180. Gives her the rose. I thought he had to blow it out. But the truth is, he's not smart enough to understand what's really going on, so he had to go talk to a producer about his feelings. <laughs> That's the truth, I'm telling you, it is. And then he sent home the Obama daughter, Gary. That's not cool. Aww. Or at least she looks like Obama's daughter. I and liked she went her. to Yale. CN, here she is, bearing her soul. She gets bounced.
1: Our first date was really, really good. And I felt like there isn't anything wrong with us. I just haven't felt things that I feel like I should be feeling at this moment. I feel like we should be further along than this.
0: And I just want to tell you that I can't give you the rose.
1: Yeah. I I knew he was going to make that decision, but I liked her. uh, Out of all of those that were remaining on this episode, I think she was still my favorite. What about my pixie? Uh, I I understand your argument for, for tennis ball, Becca, but I just felt like she also... She reminded me too much of Ari in that he has nothing up there, and I'm afraid that she is also filled with argon gas. Hey, come on! I uh, come. She we, has,
2: her head has the beautiful roundness of a tennis ball.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Over-inflated, if there's a way to do that to a tennis ball. I don't believe there is. I don't think so either. <laughs> but
2: was i'm sure tom brady would be a great tennis player (laughs) how about that
1: that's also a great how about
2: me connecting the dots over here
1: from a story that's a year and a half old but other than that i think it was great
2: less dated than the palin reference you bastard
1: (laughs) but he i'm gonna kick you out of the real boys. but he kicked becca off the show the only one with any real personality
2: yeah i'm down about that there was a two-on-one date with a southerner named tia from arkansas And and Becca, my tennis ball head, who was working on a weed farm in Humboldt and growing her armpit hair. God, I love her. And uh, here's Tia getting the rose. This is
0: um, definitely the hardest rose that I've had to give out. I am confident in this decision. And Tia, will you accept this rose? Yes.
1: Oh, see, and now I think she's easily the front runner.
2: I guess the Southerner. Yeah. Or uh, or uh, what about, is the other Becca still there?
1: The taxidermist? No, t- Je- who is the taxidermist? Kendall. Yeah, she's still there.
2: All right, well, taxidermy's going to lose.
1: Yeah, she, she doesn't have a whole lot in there. But, hey, I th- one of them has an Uncle Gary, I think.
2: Well, that's exciting. Well, I can't wait for the hometowns. That's what's next. And, uh, we'll go through those, Gary, but, uh, I don't like your attitude about my references. <laughs> and I'm going to have to talk to the guys at the Real Boys, the, the, the council, and we're going to have a vote about, uh, whether you get to stay in our Disneyland social club.
1: Who is, who is the, uh, the, the president of the Real Boys now? Me! It,
2: oh, it is? Yeah, even though you named the club, I am now the president.
1: I, so you have the longest, you're the one who wears the longest nose.
2: I wear the longest nose, and, uh, and I spent the most time inside of a whale. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, one of these days, when, when I get out of my probationary period, maybe I can cut these strings and become a real boy. Good luck.
2: All right. Hey, hey, do you know the name of the whale?
1: Uh, Jonah.
2: Monstro. Oh, Come on, man. I didn't know that.
1: Get out. Monstro it, the whale. That would have been funnier and more ironic if it was Jonah.
2: Oh, that's good. That's a point against you in the real boy's council, the real boy's uh, <laughs> tribunal. P. thank you. Yeah,
1: whatever. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) When we come back, we'll talk more TV stuff, including some Olympics scheduled tonight and Netflix news. Gary and Shannon will continue. Gary and Shannon, some political stuff. We found out that Mitt Romney is likely going to make his big announcement that he's going to run for U.S. Senate tomorrow. Also, the president today threw his support behind the Grassley bill, the immigration reform bill that's making its way through the Senate. We'll talk about that a little bit later as well. Also today, since we're talking about what you watch in Wednesday, a little bit later you're going to see a bunch of hockey on, uh, on the Olympics. Also, women's curling and, man, I'm telling you, this doubles luge. If there's any more of a Valentine's Day event than Double's Luge, I don't know what it is. Uh, Ryan Murphy, big producer. Ryan Murphy has signed a deal with Netflix said to be worth up to $300 million. Uh, They're pulling him away from twentieth century, 21st Century Fox. A five-year deal's worth uh, as much as $300 million. Could be one of the biggest deals ever for a single TV producer. He is the guy that brought you Glee, and the show Nip Tuck, an American crime story, an American horror story. They've uh, Amazon also, I guess, was in on this and was courting him at the same time. It's got to be nice to have a, a bidding war for your services, I would imagine. Uh, speaking of Netflix, they have knocked it out of the park when it comes to stand-up comedy lately. And everybody who's anybody has had at least one Netflix special of some kind, whether it's Chris Rock... Uh, who's coming up, by the way, or Dave Chappelle or Jerry Seinfeld or Joe Coy or anybody. And now they're saying that Chris Rock's first Netflix comedy special is going to debut today. It's called Chris Rock Tambourine. Uh, He's going to cover the gamut of contemporary issues like Chris Rock always does. Feels like I'm reading an ad for it. (laughs) You're Uh, in a promo for Chris Rock? Uh, I didn't even get paid for this. Wait a minute. Should I... (laughs) Uh, Bo Burnham was director uh, on this race society. All just normal Chris Rock stuff is basically what it's going to do. But he follows Chappelle and Seinfeld, Amy Schumer, Ellen DeGeneres, Kevin James. Just a few of those who have either released or will release new specials on Netflix. Kevin James has a couple of uh, I don't want to say low budget, but definitely Netflix worthy, goofy adventure movie. I mean. They're Kevin James specials. I watch them religiously. I don't know why. There's something about a Kevin James movie that makes me laugh out loud. Um, But I also know that my wife loves the physical comedy aspect of it, and he does it pretty well. So anyway, Uh, that's uh, what you're watching Wednesday. When we come back, we talked about this yesterday. This federal judge has taken it upon himself to solve homelessness in Orange County and today walked along the Santa Ana Riverbed with some officials and activists to see what's going on out there. We'll talk about that when we come back to Gary and Shannon.
0: Get a credit card that gives you what you need now, a low interest rate on everyday purchases, and place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed, and together they can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org gold gold card to receive any advertised product you must become a member of PenFed insured by NCUA